yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. There, how's everybody doing? You're tuning in to Sneaky on Recognition and Respect. I just spent two beautiful weeks in Mexico and I feel like my mind is still there. So if this podcast is not as smooth and if I'm not on my game as much, it's because, uh, yeah, I'm still like chilling on a beach somewhere poolside. But uh, we got some updates, a little housekeeping. Uh, I've officially have some sponsors woo, woo. this is uh episode 25 and i finally have gotten people to see the value and what we're doing here and the ability to reach out to all of you folks that tune in every week and who listen to the podcast online and who follow me on instagram and facebook and twitter and really see that there is uh Something happening here, something interesting, whether it's positive or negative or I'm good at it or, you know, the guests are good or the guests are bad or the whatever's going on right here, it's something special and we've gotten responses. So this episode is brought to you by Orchist. Uh, if you don't know Orchist, they are an instrumental, experimental metal band. It's like a beautiful kind of soundtrack to life. They are releasing a self-titled album this Sunday, October 21st, and uh, it's going to be a big show at 1720 Warehouse with Dave Harley of Prayers. He's going to be doing a DJ set, and uh, Courage, you bastards, will be supporting. I'll be there doing visuals because they are uh, instrumental, so they do like trippy visuals that go with the music, and I'll be cueing it and like effects, and it's this big like experience you know it's really about like this epic kind of um this podcast is also brought to you by midnight motives if you haven't tuned into episode 24 with the midnight motives um they were our guests they were my guests and um they have an album out now called visions and it's available anywhere where music is streamed itunes spotify etc etc so listen to the podcast listen to that episode episode 24 and go check out their album visions and last but not least uh night flare company i know you've heard me mention them before we have done shows in the past but um they're more than just a booking company they're actually like a full multimedia production company that does everything from videos and flyers to booking and event production um one of their promoters Alternative Shows LA is having a Halloween costume show at the Epic Lounge on October 25th in the heart of downtown Downey. And uh, for more info, visit them on Instagram at Alternative Shows LA, just the way it sounds. Spell it out just the way it sounds. And uh, just some honorable mentions, some folks who are not sponsors yet, but we're working on deals. And I want to give them a shout out for... Uh, being open to supporting what we have going on here and, you know, keeping the vision alive. Shots Fired Battle Rap League, K-Philosophy, my brother from San Diego, is going to be getting in on this. And Blue Line District, Demise Music LA, a lot of exciting stuff going on. 
uh, night flare demise and myself had a meeting this morning and um, we got some big things happening next year and the podcast the after party it's all gonna be part of it so stay tuned don't go anywhere continue to tune in because we doing the damn thing adventure time I did just spend two weeks in Mexico, like I told y'all, and while I would love to tell you all the intimate details of all the cool stuff I did, um, it's a lot. So I'm actually going to make a vlog about it, so if you want to find out more about what I did in Mexico and my revelations and my you know, experiences and where I was at and what I was doing and what I saw and who I was with, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash slash sneakiness that's s-h-n-e-a-k-y-n-e-s-s um yeah so i'm gonna get i told y'all i was gonna get back into vlogging the fact that we're doing video broadcast here now makes it a lot easier to do splices and cuts and um a lot of people abroad in mexico you know youtube is like how they get a lot of their stuff so i told them i'd make a cool little video of my trip I told y'all I'd get back to vlogging, I'm trying to keep all my commitments and promises to myself and to that I put myself out here to do. So, yeah, let's get that done. Subscribe. I will be working on that this week, and I'll have it out before I head to San Diego this weekend. Um, as soon as I landed, I landed Tuesday night at 11.30 p.m. Uh, I was up the next morning at 6 o'clock to represent UC San Diego at my high school, Huntington Park High. And uh, we, they were doing a college fair when I was working for the university. I used to have access to materials, so I would rep UC San Diego. Um, the school has really changed. If, if you're listening and, you know, we know each other from high school and you went to HP High or got kicked out of HP High or, you know, left HP because it was whack, um, dude, they have turned that school around. There's like only a thousand people, a thousand students now. And if you remember our graduating class or like our class that tried to graduate, it was like 4,000. So um, they are on a traditional schedule, which means during the summer they're able to like clean and paint, take off gum, take off graffiti. The campus is really locked down now. It's, you can't just walk in and off like we used to do when we were uh, going to school there. And um, there's like a young gener like a new generation of teachers and counselors that are really about creating a culture of success and um i met with the principal and uh the leadership teacher uh because sneaky wants in on that we're going to be talking about marketing and events on campus talking about how to bring that entrepreneurial uh vision to campus because at the fair it was like schools community colleges vocational schools military you know kind of the the typical right kind of what we've been trying to have people to do um so i really want to push or at least try to create an influence of all these young beasts that we know that are starting businesses and running businesses and community-based and really about trying to be progressive and stuff. So, um, yeah, we're going to work on that. I don't know what it's going to look like. It might just start with me DJing their prom and sitting in on some leadership classes and trying to help them organize events and facilitate their visions. But essentially, I want to have like an entrepreneur day where... It's just like rows of vendors and business owners and people that doing their own thing 
and uh, that we can kind of show other paths, you know. Something that really stuck with me, the principal was said that, you know, he wants these students to have dreams and that we, you know, as Universe, as representatives of universities or students that graduated and came back to like say that there is that path, you know, we give, we give them dreams. So I'm all about dreams, you know, living the dream. So why not show them new dreams, have other dreams, like more avenues, more ability, possibilities, right? School is not for everybody. Um, academics is not the only way to be successful. So, you know, it'd be cool to open up different avenues. But uh, I still love the fact that I went to school. Um, I'm glad that I did it. And I get to go back this weekend and uh, DJ for homecoming. Since we went to D1, they're trying to really build this sports culture. I mean, we're never going to have football, but at least we could have a homecoming, you know? So I'm a DJ. There's going to be some games, lots of, lots of alcohol which I'm just trying to be on the cleanse right now because I drank way too much in Mexico. But we'll see. Life life happens, you know. So it was go, go, go. Landed, did the college fair, tried to make some contacts there. Then Thursday was Red Wedding Thursdays at the Hound Bar in Southgate. And it was a little slow. And I don't know if that's just because my marketing was off since I wasn't around, and the Wi-Fi was not that good, and yada, yada, yada. But um, it was slow, but I dropped Ska, and I was able to actually start a, a little, had some peep skanking and shit, so it was, it was still uh, lit. Had some friends come out, got drunk, had some people reunite that they knew each other when they were kids, and they were like, oh, what? You're here? Crazy. So, you know, it's always nice to bring people together. Um, and then we had Speakeasy, man, one year anniversary, and the after party was out there, we were doing a live broadcast, so if you tuned into that, thank you for watching, if you missed it, I will be hopefully getting that footage and able to cut it and edit it and show you some of the things that we were doing out there, we had, uh, Artists United to End Homelessness come by and talk about their event. And um, we had some of our performers, uh, Chelsea and Semi, actually shared their experiences with homelessness and couch surfing and rent their, you know, the non-existence of rent control and them not being good tenants on paper yet having all the abilities to. Pay. It was, it was really uh, moving, you know, because like I said uh, there, and I'll say it here, when I started that show, it wasn't. It wasn't just supposed to be a show. It was always supposed to be a way to bring people together and create a community that, you know, we can mobilize and create more spaces and create more sustainable sources of income for artists and entrepreneurs and people that are really trying to, like, do their passion, you know. it's It sounds like I'm beating a dead horse and... I get shit for it all the time that I'm always talking about quit your job and follow your dreams and yada, yada, yada. And you know what, man, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my message. That's the Kool-Aid I'm selling, you know? So if you want to drink the Kool-Aid, cool. If not, find yourself another cult. It's all right, man. I'm on this, like, I'm just trying to create something special 
that's going to outlast me and that the effects will be felt by generations, you know, and that might be uh, conceited and, and, and um, unrealistic and very ambitious, but, you know, I'm all of those things, so <laughs> it's a great embodiment of what I'm all about, so whatever. Um, but, you know, it wasn't without issues. Like, it rained. I wasn't expecting it to rain. It rained. We had to call a whole audible on the show. I was freaking out. Um, had to do a vendor switch up for what may have been a misunderstanding on my part. But, you know, I work off of energy, man. I work off of vibes. And I, I really I really feel I trust my gut a lot. And, uh, you know, I've, we've had, I've had conversations with people how that's not a very smart way to gamble or to, like, li you know, live your life or run your business. And I agree with them. It's not. But that's my method, you know. Like, if I don't feel right about something, I'm going to say it. And if I end up being wrong, I'm going to admit that I was wrong. But at the beginning, like, such a critical point right now where I got to be agile and I can't really, like, wait around to find out if that bad feeling in my stomach was what I thought it was, you know, because, yeah, let's not get into that. I'm not trying to spread negativity. I'm over here trying to tell you that the even though there was rain, even though there was vendor change, even though we had internet issues, we still broadcasted live. We still hit numbers at the bar that are decent compared to past shows. That actually could like line up with great weather and great lineups. We had an amazing lineup. We had an amazing time. I had, I had a lot of fun. I was up and down. I was super busy. But, you know, I feel like it was planned well enough that even though we had to switch stuff around, things still ran pretty smooth. We got the whole lineup, got to perform secret guests. I performed. We had interviews and we got to promote the radio station and Brittany was in the house and Montana was in the house and Gina was in the house and I can't remember what what, what are our homies name Brandon and Hunnapee they were in the house because they have a show on here comedy show hilarious and they were always there cracking jokes like we know who you are Ryan we seen you on the after party like I was like these guys hilarious so it was dope, not without issue, but, you know, problem solvers, resilient, just made it happen. And I, I'm thankful for everybody who came out. Um, it's honestly a testament to what we've been trying to create, that even in the rain, we had a taco stand outside selling plant-based tacos which Montana loved, and she don't even like plant-based nothing. She's like, vegan what? <laughs> but she was all about it. We had two rooms. We hit almost 1,500 at the bar. It's like we were able to, it's like it was the strength of the community, even in the rain. People came out. People rocked out. And uh, it was beautiful, man, because honestly, like, as an event organizer, as, a per as an artist, as a person in general, like, you always want shit to crack. Like, everybody wants shit to crack, you know. When it started raining, I had to pull in all the equipment out of the rain before it got wet. And I had to, like, sit there and think, like, yo, shout out Sesh for holding me down. Sesh Studio. Because, honestly, I was, like, literally, like, losing my She's like, don't worry, bro. It's going to be cool. Everything's going to be all right. And he, I don't know if he believed that. And everything was definitely not going to be all right. But, like, just the fact that he was there to tell me all that stuff really chilled me out.
But yeah, busted an audible, pulled in all the equipment from the rain, figured out how we're going to do it, put together a little post to let people know we're still, it's still going down. The rain can't stop us. Nothing can stop us. And people were texting me like, yo, is it still going to happen? Yeah, like, are you? And I was like, yes, yes, it's still going down. It's nothing can stop us. <laughs> that was my motto for the night. Nothing can stop us. Oh, man. It was dope. I had a great time. And uh, everybody who was there had a great time. And there's a lot of footage and photos and a lot of stuff going on the Internet that I'm going to be regramming, reposting from my Instagram. So if you're not following me yet on Sneaky ENT, please do. Uh, it's where I post up all event stuff so that my personal profile can look really pretty and not have a bunch of flyers on it. Uh, so yeah, Speakeasy was lit. We also had a Jameson rep there passing out samples. And thank you, Rafa, for doing that. And we're going to be in touch, my boy. Um, what else do I got here? On Saturday... I DJ'd Indie Breweries Oktoberfest, and let me tell you, dog, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, I've never seen Indie like that. Like, two bars, giant cups, because you could bring your own cup and fill it up with German beer for five bucks. And it was like, people were just walking around with these giant mugs. And uh, I was dropping the most random, craziest music, because I guess, like, country roads and john denver's country roads is a big thing in oktoberfest so i was dropping it like every hour on the hour <laughs> which i hate dropping the same song twice like it's not really my thing as a dj uh i always try to drop new tracks you know but this was like a, re a strict request like every hour um yeah, I did that for like two or three hours, but after that it was... And then I had people coming up to me requesting, like, hey, are you taking Oktoberfest requests? And I was like, I was, that was one of the first times that I was super, like, welcoming of requests. Because I was, usually I'm like, man, fuck your requests. But this is like, I was like, I don't know, Oktoberfest? I don't really know, never been to one. Um, but I had people coming up like, this is a good Oktoberfest song, play it. And I was like, da da had you I had Wi-Fi right there. Yeah, all right, YouTube, getting down with the YouTube. Uh, I bought a poetry book from my homegirl, Alex. Um, haven't read it yet, but looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, indie, I've never seen indie like that. And I'm hoping for them to become a sponsor of the show because it'd be cool if we could have like little indie can right here, some beer, and I could drink it and talk on about it, how good it is because I like their beer. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Oktoberfest. Um, and then we did the East Los Art Walk, Dia de los Muertos. And honestly, I don't know if it's just because I'm so happy to be back in LA or if it really is that all these events that we did back to back, other than... Other than Red Weddings, all the events this past four days were, like, the best that I've seen. Like, the Art Walk, it was already starting to feel like, yo, this is starting to be a drag. Like, people don't really come out, not really making sales. And then, you know, we've been seeing vendors kind of drop off. And then there was just, like, this big explosion. Boom. Lots of people, lots of kids, lots of families. You know, people trying to, like, really spend buying shirts, you know. And it's, it's all about consistency, yo. 
you know, we, we lose, we take three L's and we still go back and we get that W on the fourth time, you know. Sometimes that's what this business is, like, it's, but it was dope. Community stuff, freaking winos out there, getting down, you know, people dancing. I was dropping, I dropped some, some uh, banda for my boy Ray and I actually had people like, I was like, oh man, what have I done? He's like, be careful, dog. All the all the homies are gonna show up right now. <laughs> and then afterward, we went to Young Misses event, Regulate, which is a weekly uh, it's a weekly showcase, you know. And honestly, um, I'm always wary of those showcases because it, it, you always feel like it's just gonna be a bunch of like rappers rapping for rappers. But I was actually surprised there was like people there that were not artists and were really trying to like hear new music and underground folks and like discover new shit. And uh, I got to network with some peeps who gave me some good advice and like to, like try to connect me with some folks who can really help me get my music heard by more people. And uh, it's, it's a testament that you got to be willing to try new things or even if you have like a bad perception of something, sometimes, you know, give it another shot with a different attitude and see how it works out because honestly like you just never know what kind of opportunity you're going to get or who you're going to run into or who's going to be listening or I ran into Zova the chemist remember the helmet came to the radio station we used to like he booked me for shows back in 2013 and uh honestly like yeah, the last time I saw that cat was here at the radio station because he was like talking about getting a show here, and then I see, and then I see dude, you know, over there. So it's kind of like, okay, you gotta be, you gotta be in the right places, you know. You gotta be putting yourself in those places to keep running those people so they recognize you and they wanna like, they see you're busy, you know. I got new stickers out, so if you're into stickers and you're trying to support the movement, I got like new designs out. Uh, new branding that I'm going to be going around. You'll be seeing me up in the Arts District, all around places. I'm going to be putting my stickers. I'm going to be a vandal. I put stickers up all over uh, Puerto Vallarta. That shit was... I was with my mom, and she was, like, totally supportive about it. And I, I was making a joke, like, oh, I don't know if this is what you meant when you wanted me to make my mark, but, you know, here it is. <laughs> but it's cool, man. Uh, Mexico is dope. I don't want to get too much into it because I want to save a lot for the vlog, but some key takeaways are that, like, my family over there, even though we don't, we haven't, like, grown up together, we're really similar. Like, my cousins who are about my age, there's something in our DNA or in our upbringing or whatever that, like, drove us to be business people and uh, really, um, really influenced how we interact with the world and how we approach, you know, relationships and business and friendships and all that. So um, I got to experience a lot of like family, like a missing connection almost where there's like, oh, you meet this family and it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're family. Like there's something in our blood that makes us like boil the same way, you know? And so, yeah, that's a big takeaway. Another big takeaway is that, like, for all the drinking that I do here, I don't drink like they drink in Mexico, yo. They they party, dog. They party hard, and uh, they party, like, for a long time. 
and consistently and that's not it's not my style ever since i really started taking the business serious and i'm always constantly out djing and performing like i try not to get too fucked up because i'm usually the one driving or transferring equipment or i gotta be the one to break down the show after so i really try to like not get that fucked up uh and i yeah they we partied hard and i'm trying to like be on a cleanse now but uh that didn't really work with this crazy weekend i had but um that was my adventure time like i said we got sponsors now shout out orchest for coming out with their self-titled album um this sunday will be at 1720 warehouse with dave harley of prayers doing a dj set and encourage you bastards opening up um midnight motives visions available on apple music and spotify and night flare company um really coming through this month really um not only do they handle multimedia videos flyers booking shows all of that but you know they also get bands a lot of um they get bands a lot of opportunities and so if you're wondering why we have this set up it's because i'm about to bring some guests out they are a band that i met through night flare um and they're called the uh, Soundwave Empire. And uh, we're going to start off real simple. We're just going to go around and say your names and what you do in the band. I'm Benny Martinez. I play guitar and vocals. Uh, my name is Chris. I play guitar and I do some vocals as well. Uh, Leonardo Hernandez. I play drums for Soundwave Empire. Awesome. So there's a bass player, I'm guessing, who's not here. We actually don't have a bass player. Really? Yeah. Uh, we, we usually have fill-in guy who's... His name is um. Edgar. His name is Edgar Rose. Much love to him. So. Oh, I know Edgar. Yeah. Yeah, so we were like, in a band together a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Every time I'm around him, it's just, you know, crazy, crazy, crazy moments. He's, you know, how goofball. He yeah, is he's definitely, he's definitely. He brings goofy. that very. It's a levity. On. There's like a light, a light yeah, energy yeah. to him, like very bright, and ha he's always like smiling. Like, yeah, What's he's up, always, guys. There's yeah. No way, there's never a dull moment when you're playing with with edgar so I so love guy. where are you guys from like what city do you rep as a band where do you practice what's your home base like we really don't rep any place i guess we're all from different places <laughs> <laughs> all right well, <laughs> you two guys more than anything i try to rep what's around me <laughs> paramount southgate um Downey, Downey, i guess norwalk <laughs> yeah. I'm from Maywood, so... Maywood? In the house? Maywood, up to no good. LA area, that's about it, right? Yeah, LA. <laughs> there's right. nothing better than repping LA, huh? So, southeast LA? Is, pretty much. It's yeah, pretty... You're, you're part of the Sela movement that's going on right now, whether you like it or not. I just claimed you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. we were we were talking about this on mic, and I stopped you, so we're going to get into it right now. So, how many years have you been playing, and is there, like... An origin story, like, how many years have you playing together? If you want to also talk about your own personal, I'm just wondering, like, you mentioned it was a side project of a, yeah, yeah so is this, that, tell me a little bit about how that all works out. Well, it all started with the radioactive spider, and, you know. That and you became bad. Peter yeah. Parker? Yeah. <laughs> How's that great? With great power comes great responsibility. No, um, so what happened was is that I had hit up David to play a show, because I'm in a band with him. 
Yeah, so uh, I gu- I'm guessing it begins with them two before I come in the mix. Oh, yeah. I've known him since high school, and I'm, what, 25? He's 26, so yeah. how long ago what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Classic high school friend started yeah. band origin oh, story. Yeah, that's I like, how it was. I like where this that is we going. Had matching <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, we had a <laughs> we had started a band with a similar name in high school. And we actually, what happened was that there was a little fallout, and yeah, and then when I she happened, yeah, just you know, shit it just is what happens. it is. You know what? When you're working with like a lot of people in anything, shit's always gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're all immature and stuff at the time, so. <laughs> so <laughs> I had hit up Dave. <laughs> I have asshole, I have hair on my ass now, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I had hit up David to play a show, and it was just basically me by myself with the songs I wrote and. And then I hit up Chris, Leo, and Edgar to see if they wanted to help me to accompany me. And we were just like, oh, cool. And while practice, he goes, man, hey, are we going to start something? It's pretty good. I'm like, man, I'm like, don't be you, blue-balling me, man. You, <laughs> you busted, like, that insecure move. Like, hey, what are we? Are we a band now? Or? <laughs> he was so, just using me, man. Yeah, so, so, Leo, I, he, At least it's only like, music, and it's not, like, you know, anything more important than that. Let's just go with that, you know? And, Leo, I'm in a band with him, too, as well. And I love this guy. From the first day I met him, like, he's... A great worker. He he puts in the time and effort to to get shit right and to make sure everything's you know perfect the way it's supposed to be. And I know that he played drum. He plays guitar for the other band. He's guitar and vocals for the other one. And I know that he plays drums. And I'm like, dude, I need you in the drums, man. You fucking hit that shit hard, and I need that. I don't hard. try to, man. It's my big old hand. You're big, you are a big person, <laughs> yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that, man. Big people. I'm all about big people. <laughs> so. Let's get a little bit more personal. How many years have you been doing music? Um, Just because I'm interested I'm in gonna all can't. this. I'm going to start from where I started taking piano at ELAC back in the day when it was like bungalows. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was six years old. Then I just did like one semester of that. Then uh, I think third, fourth, and fifth grade, I played trumpet uh, for the orchestra at uh, Nueva Vista Elementary. Okay. And then... Um, Around that time, I had fifth grade. I really wanted to play drums, and I wanted to play the snare drum because I'm like that kid's so cool. <laughs> and my teacher, Miss Carr, was all like, "You're my best trumpet player. You're crazy." No, and I'm no. Like, hey. But I would sneak away to like the storage room, and I would like start beating the snare because I'm like, I want to play drums. And then uh, I didn't do any instruments throughout like um, middle school. Then uh, high school, uh, going into it. Um, you know, my parents got me a drum set. I was always working, like, you know, with my dad's company. So, like, you know what? Yeah, man. Like, we don't really pay you, but you want a drum set? Cool. <laughs> got a drum set. Child and, labor. Uh, right. <laughs> and That's then um, this, man. <laughs> started drumming, just kind of learned by ear. And um, my uh, buddy, actually, who I who was in my other band, he uh, he's the one that taught me how to play guitar. He told me, like, he's like, look, here's how you got to look at it. And then um, I found a guitar that they gave my brother, like, ages ago. He never touched it. And I was like, okay, learn how to play and go figure. The first song I want to learn is Metallica's Fade to Black. Classic. Classic. Impossible, especially Classic. as a learner, as a new beginner. And uh, then from there, I just I started drumming. And I, like, I was introduced to, to, like, death metal, like, in the 11th grade. So then um, I could already play, like, 16ths on the bass drum, like, double up. 
But then blast beats were like, what? I got to learn that. Yeah, yeah, double pedal type stuff. Gravity yeah. rolls. And so I was really into playing death metal for a while. But more like the technical side, it sounds like. You were yeah. like really about, well, not necessarily like the loud like, part. That's one thing like, about Leo is he's very technical. He's, the technicality in this guy is just I sometimes like, overwhelming. But I bet. I like I to would. compliment what these guys do. On the um, on guitar, like you know, if let's say he does a little bend here, I want to incorporate like a splash or something to, you know, kind of broaden the sound. And then I just kind of went into um, I started playing slower, more beachy type stuff, which I was like, man, it's harder to play slow than it is to play fast. <laughs> and uh, it's like riding a bike, you gotta yeah. keep that momentum, man. Then now you know, with them slowed it down. I like playing a lot of like dancey stuff and surprisingly a bunch of like reggaeton style type music <laughs> so yeah my neighbors will hear that but in my head it's like five different songs playing and yeah like as far as musical stuff goes i mean i work a lot on the piano um i i work at a bunch of different schools and they, every school has a piano so i just kind of go play and practice throughout the day there and um yeah man that's pretty much it i mean right now as far as musical stuff goes that i'm learning on my own is a uh, I'm trying to learn how to do the heel-toe method so that I could play, like, really high BPMs just for, like, death metal for my own pleasure, not for any band or anything. I just want to get better at a technique. That's dope. Yeah. And how about you? Oh. Hmm. Uh, add, hold on. Let me add first by saying that the way this guy plays guitar, man, oh, my God. It just makes you fall in love. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, ladies? Be careful. He might love. make you fall yeah, in love I was with him. in love when I first heard it. Trust me, in high school, I was like, I need to make music with this guy. I thought I was transitioning yeah. to it. It was transitioning just, him. <laughs> it wasn't just the music that he wanted to make. All right. Uh, growing up, um, there was a kid. His name was Brian. He used to live down the street, and he used to play drums. I used to love watching him play drums. I used to just sit in his garage and watch him. I'd be like, hey, let me play drums, man. And I'd play, and I'd play all shitty. <laughs> <laughs> and I always wanted to be a drummer. Always, really? man. I always wanted to be what? a drummer. And y'all didn't even know? No. no. They never told so, me. Which never respect. Truth's coming out. Guy, Find out here. This guy's a mystery, man. He's a mystery. respect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, He's like, I want you to um, my guitar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I live in this really small house, a two-bedroom, no garage or nothing. And there's nowhere to put a drum set. So I was like, what's the next best, best thing? And I was like, let me ask for a guitar. So I got a guitar. Never touched it because I wasn't really interested in it. Mm. He just got it just to <laughs> I was just like, well, I want to play an instrument, but, you know. That's not a drum set. So it was elementary school. I was 11. I remember. There was this kid playing acoustic guitar, and he was playing this Green Day song. I think he was playing Wake Me Up with September Ends. And I was like, that looks pretty easy. I was like, could I give it a shot? He was like, all right. So I pick it up, and like I play it. And I play it kind of shitty, but I did it, you know? And I was like, it ain't that hard, huh? <laughs> so I went home, and I heard about Ultimate Guitar. And I was like, let's do this. And then from there on forward, I just fell in love with the guitar. And I started picking up other instruments and whatnot. Um, when I was 14, I learned how to play the saxophone. And I was pretty good at that. And I did that for a year. And I didn't continue with that you, just because. I want to add a sexy saxophone. I can do that. Lick in our I can do that. Oh, I, I want you to bring one. the sax back. <laughs> bring it back. Pick it up a little bit so I can hear you better. And, um, yeah, there you go. So saxophone. So saxophone, I did that. That was pretty cool. Um, but... That's where I met George. He played drums, and we started playing and stuff. And then once I kind of found myself in what kind of style of music I like playing and learning and stuff, I started writing music. 
on the guitar. On the guitar. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were like on some like careless whisper saxophone (laughs) type. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure if you were the saxophone guy. I don't know. Like, come on, man. And I just started writing, and I just started writing about what every freaking teenager goes through in high school and stuff. And uh, I started learning how to play the piano as well. (laughs) Oh wait, that wasn't everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So like, just from what I'm hearing from both of you is that like you guys are like multi instrument like like real kind of musicians right like i, I, just, I mean because you get a lot of people that are oh, bands gee, like they thanks, play one man. thing gee, so i'm not a real musician i haven't got to you yet bro <laughs> you know, damn no. my, is he always this sensitive yeah, low yeah. Key. okay <laughs> you know i've always wanted to learn how to play the violin and i'm like it is just such a classic instrument mm-hmm. it's I, romantic yeah i don't know where to begin with that all right well yeah. I want you to start playing the violin because I'm pretty sure you could do it. And then oh, when we come, I'm bring you back on when you're like doing a violin project, <laughs> and that'll be great. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want this guy to feel bad. Oh, so okay. well, he is. He is the main guy. And, you know, <laughs> we had to wait for this guy because you're kind of the brain behind this thing. These are your songs. Mm-hmm. So let's get into your story and our. Is this the only project you have? You you're oh you're in a band with him right yeah, so, so this was your this was your chance to like this was this is actually my baby project because the one I'm with him is his baby mm-hmm. and so you guys are having babies together that's yeah, so cool yeah we have babies together the babies I got man <laughs> <laughs> so as he said we played in high school I met him in high school along with George and one thing that clicked for me when I played when I touched the guitar it, it was because of my cousin my cousin he's actually a drummer but he he's multi talented as well he plays many different instruments and when i heard him play guitar it's like i want to play that so like i was just jamming to you know newfound glory to hawthorne heights because he was into that stuff so i was like i love this stuff i met him he introduced me to a world of like ambience and angels and airwaves and you know just soft rock that just gets you that quality quality stuff yeah yeah, so that's, that's the first thing too. he says. Like, so you listen to that screamo shit, huh? I'm like, that emo man. music. That emo music. <laughs> hey, man, nothing wrong with that, bro. I'm all about that emo shit, yeah. but you know. And, and I was like, fuck, man, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm emo. And then, <laughs> and so one time I was, you know, I was playing. I had listened to an Angel and Airway song before. It was the adventure, obviously, and I was playing it. And he comes along with some dude, and he's like. I like the way you play that song. And I was like, yeah? I was like, yeah. It's like, cool. <laughs> and then it turns out that we had a class together. Next year, we have a class together. And I'm like, Chris, what's up? I was like, hey. Uh, Is that this- Anatomy? Yeah, Anatomy, okay. the one where he's got in trouble in. Yeah. And we were just like, fuck it, let's just jam out one time. It was him, myself, and George. And we were just like, we clicked. We the, what, what we wrote was very you know natural and you know everything we played was just it came together perfectly and he was actually the one that taught me how to like read notes or like use notes to when writing a song oh so i was right you were the real musicians yeah they're the real musicians (laughs) i don't do shit no but no so uh so tell me like what or who do you feel like you make your music for? Like, who do you think your target audience I, is? I honestly, my target audience is everyone. I want people to feel like they could relate to the music. I want people, when they hear it, they, they, they just like, fuck, I know what this guy's going through. Or, fuck, I know I'm going through this. Or, you know, it's just something that's relatable to everyone to know that, you know, they're not alone is what what we all try to, like, aspire. We try to show people, like, hey, what you went through is 
what we we gone through as well. And we want to help you out, and I hope our music will one day help you out, and to see that you could also change and you could be better than what you were. All right, that's dude. It's an ambitious goal, and I'm all about ambitious stuff. Mm. I don't know if you heard my intro, but I'm trying to change the world too. So you know, I feel like yeah, we're well. in it together. Fuck yeah, you you have to change the world for the better, and that's one thing that a lot, a lot of people try to do anymore. Um, I want to show the world how beautiful it is, not ugly. I don't right. want it to show the. So what if, like, you see such bad, little bad things here and there? It's like it's still beautiful. Live your life, you know. So you're currently recording an EP right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's sure. that process like? Is stressful. <laughs> are, are you are you still? It's still all the songs that you wrote. No. Well, or are they starting to like contribute to the process now? So what it is now is, is it's an actual full-on team work now. We we had our own we had our own taste and our own selves into each song. So that first project that you asked them to play for you on, like, are those songs? That was just on my awesome. and are, are they they're awesome. not part of this new stuff now? No, now it's just on. Hey. You. They like that stuff, though. Yeah, they like it a lot. But you know what, though, yeah. that says a lot about you, bro. I feel like that shows how like not ego you are and to that, be like, hey, man, like that's cool. Those were my things. But we're this is new. Like I, I like that. I like that about. I like that about. And that that's story. one thing I don't like. Hey, this is gonna be a full team commitment. Like I don't want no boy, no bullshit. Like I want everyone to have their part. I want everyone to like do something. I want people to know that this is not only my project, but your project and Chris's project and Leo's project. It's just, it's something that we've come together and we put our time, we put our money, we put our ourselves in this project that we just like oh. This is us. So when you hear it, you hear us and not... It's so. basically a, a musical diary of our lives. Basically. Yeah, a musical diary. So you all contribute to the lyrics as well and the stories yeah, and... Pretty much everything yeah. at this point. Like, yeah, uh, I won't lay any... Th- I have an idea on something that I do like on the drums based off of something they would give me. And I'm not like, I'm going to do it this way because, you know, I'm Leo and I'm the drummer. It's like, no, I'm like, let me know what you guys think. Can we modify it? What can we do to make it better? And it goes the same with the, it goes the other way too, mm-hmm. where it's like, what if you add this part or you do this with the guitar and this you part know, or yeah. you, know, you sing the lyrics like that? Or So uh, it's all, everyone kind of contributes and puts their two cents into the whole thing. The, the next song that we're working on is actually one that he wrote and it's one of, like one of my favorites that he's written and, and it, it's just very strip clubs yeah. so yeah it's, it's very it's very strip clubs it's, very <laughs> it's, no, it's called strip clubs it's called strip clubs know, but, but the way it sounds it's, it's, uh, it's basically the whole song right the whole song was made in the premise of um, doing whatever you want to do and just living your life and no matter what anybody tells you just do whatever makes you happy it's that's what a, the whole song is about it's the message we're trying to show the world so yeah. that's why I love that song it's just you, it shows what we're trying to tell them or it, you listen to what we're trying to make you listen to that's well I mean if you can't just you can't just say it, you gotta be about it, right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Just talk about it, be about it. So yeah. do what you wanna do. That's why we all have different personas and we dress different and we do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> so is the plan to ever get like what's the five, ten year plan? Like do you plan to add a bass player or are you just gonna keep freelancing folks? I'm, like I'm against the bass player thing and I've been against it for a while now. <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, the truth <laughs> the comes truth out. Comes no, out. but And you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but it is that this our, our, um, the dynamic the dynamic of it works it works yeah, yeah it, works. it works it definitely works so you write the bass parts and then just tell someone else yeah. what to play pretty, pretty much, much. Yeah. <laughs> what? I play the well, bass well like he does the bass parts or someone has yeah, a, no, an no, idea or whatever but 
but like um basically i don't feel like we need it just because i don't need another problem i guess because you know you're talking about like with so much people there's so much problems and there's so many heads like clashing and whatnot and i just feel like we're at a good place with us three to where like maybe we shouldn't bring someone to like mess it up like we just have a feeling it's not like our music goes around what the bass is doing or anything like that like it's more of our message you know and how we showcase it you know historically speaking when have you ever had a bass player say i'm the man i'm the face of the band hey all exactly. american rejects paul mccartney okay. i'm, I'm like, very good man I was like, wait, All American Rejects, okay, man, the lead singer. Flash, Flash. All American Rejects. Pama. I don't know the lead singer of All American Rejects' name, right? I don't know his name. Tyson something, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he's yeah. a bass player. Um, oh, but he's a singer, too, man. Yeah, that's why. But, that's different. Who's the singer in this band? You two guys. Um, he has a point. Wow. <laughs> so, um, plan for the future. No bass player, but definitely putting out EP... Trying to play shows, yeah, I think. Yeah. So this is your chance to ask yeah. the world to yeah, book you guys. Yeah, if you, you need guys. a band to play, we're we're open right now. We Maybe you should tell them what so kind of genre that they're. music, you know. we're alternative rock. We um. Oh, um, I don't know. Anybody wants to take it? Yeah, anyone. You know, it would be um. A lot of it, if you hear the 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 instrumentation, I guess the way it's arranged. It's like something if you trans if you change the uh, instruments, it would be like a score for a movie. It's very it's broad and um, epic, to, for lack of better words. You know, um, a lot of what I think was when we write, it's like we have so many things we could put together, and it's like, but there's only three of us, man. I'm like, I don't want to overproduce something oh, to dude. where there's That's a my billion problem. instruments on a backtrack and only yeah. you know two guitars and drums live. So that's like our biggest problem is that you know we want to have like the organ there, we want to have a huge string section. But you don't want to have more problems. Yeah, so, we, we, <laughs> yeah. so we strip it to the basic guitar base. I mean, we can have that, but you know then we gotta you get we gotta get musicians for hire now. Yeah, you gotta pay more. them. Yeah, we which is like them. hard. And that's yeah. my problem because I love instruments. I love when you put them together and they make such a big, big atmospheric sound, and it's just. Amazing. You're probably me. gonna have to like do this like looper project yeah. where you're like playing everything and then oh, like playing everything. Oh, dude, I bought a looper too, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. Sick. You oh, heard oh. it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, are there any other things that you see yourselves doing in the next five to ten years, like as a band? Like, what's 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 like? Is there a big concert? Like, everybody wants to play Coachella. Is that also a, a, a goal for y'all? Is there yeah, a I big festival, or is there somewhere that you want to, or someone you want to open for? My biggest dream was actually to play Warp Tour, but now that's gone. Yeah. Then, like, my heart's broken. Tears. Um, I just want to play music for a living. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want, as that's well. To, to make it a comfortable living, to play music and, you know, doing what you love. That's. I don't need that's, to be a millionaire or anything. I, I, just, don't, yeah. I just don't want <laughs> to work 8 to 5 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what country do you live in that you work from 8 to 5? Oh, American. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your hour lunch, huh? Guys, though, man. Cold-blooded American. Yeah. But what is it? Um, You know, uh, I would really love to play uh, in Asian countries, preferably oh, Japan. Yes. You so. know, just because going off of uh, the style of music that we write here, it's... um. And the the few uh, times I've watched like uh, anime or Japanese cinema stuff like that, I'm sorry if I sound ignorant because I don't I don't know what the styles are. Right. But you know, cool cartoons. 
like the music that we write, it's like, man, that's like. You Are you talking about like the intros for, for Naruto? I, I love, I love <laughs> anime. I love. I'm a big anime. Well, and then you know, like the other like stuff that we write, like people are like, you did you write this for a video game? And it's like, no, it just wrote it for us. And so I'm like, I wonder if like you know, um, there might be a market yeah, for that. There might be a market for that. Yeah. Because I was like, man, that's our demographic right there, man. It sounds like we're playing video game music. Well, talk to me off air. I might be able to get your stuff oh, to shit, some people. Awesome. I would also say uh, start making merch. Because yeah. oh, even okay. if you can't pay to get played, if, if, if you can't pay to play, maybe someone will buy your merch because they fuck with you and they want to support yeah. you. you know? Those are alternative sources. Oh, we definitely have a bunch of designs ready to be made to yeah. merges, so. so I can get you on some printing too. Oh, awesome, sweet. Heard it here first. <laughs> All right, we're getting to the five-minute mark. Uh, do we have a song of theirs that we're going to play right now? Okay. Um, do you want to tell them the name of the song? What's it about? Or just let them hear no. it, whatever. <laughs> it's so up to you at this, this point. This song was the first song we wrote as a band. The first song I presented to them, the song's called Scream, and it's basically about, fuck this shit, I just want to live my life. That's basically what the song is about. When you say it was the first song you presented to them, it's after you scrapped all that? Uh, no. Or was this one of the ones that that, that survived the... This is the one that survived. I wrote this, and I want you to play for it, and he then they added it. This song. <laughs> it changed so much from what he showed it to me. Okay, yeah. so so you the, had your input. Your mental part? Yeah. Tell them, dog. (laughs) Tell these fools. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, there was a uh, a piece there that's like a mistake, but it was so good that we kept it in. Uh, And we won't tell you where it's at, so you guys can figure that out. (laughs) You see, mom, not all mistakes are bad. You see. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about my brother. I was, no. I was the plan child. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right. You've been tuning in with Sneaky Recognition Respect. Follow the Soundwave Empire. Y'all um, have IG Facebook and all that. Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram. Yeah. And Instagram is just Soundwave Empire. Soundwave Empire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Soundwave That's Empire. Soundwave Empire. All right. And uh, tune in next week, us. 8 to 9. And whenever y'all have a new project you want to come promote, oh, sure, just hit me up awesome. and I'll bring you back, man. Thanks, Thank man. Appreciate I'll actually call you tomorrow. I'll be like, hey. Hey, come bro. Come we have another song. No. All right. It was been a lot of fun, man. All right. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. All right, Brittany. Take us out.
I just wanna scream